Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Jones and Mego with Arcan here on WEEI. We're here till 6 o'clock. And we're taking your phone calls as always. 617-779-7937. What's up, Mego? What's going on? Arcan, how you doing? Doing great. Are you? I'm so glad the Celtics lost last night. I'm excited. Because I was borderline concerned that, again, this is like, this is our third week together? Correct, yes. Yeah. I was sitting there going, counting, but yes. I was sitting there going, if they win this game, is Jones going to send us a message about uh, how they don't actually need to re-sign Jalen this summer? Oh. And about how Jalen and Tatum, I was thinking of all the stupid takes that you could spin it into. I mean. And I was like, there's a lot of different directions this could go. You so would have gotten a Marcus Smart one. A loss is the best outcome. That one's just... That one's just percolating in the back of your brain at all times. You would have so. gotten a Marcus Smart one. Would you have gotten a Jalen one? I don't know that I would have. I don't know that I would have come around on that until the morning. But you probably would have gotten one eventually. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like this is a great day now because we don't have that because they lost. And they lost with their like, complete bench. So I like I what's feel happened like to her. This is great. I like what's happened to her in less than three weeks. She's already she's rooting for losses. Uh, she does you better than you do. I'm watching We're the game. I'm now, watching now, the game. Now we've going, done it. We've done it. We're rooting for what losses. What direction is this going to go in? That was okay, so much easier than I thought. What direction could this go in? Instead, now we get to talk about my favorite subject, which is Joe Missoula's bizarro behavior. Oh, let's let's get to that, and we uh, we will trust me. We will, but let's start with a simple question for the people of Boston and for Mego and Arcand as well. 617-779-7937. Celtics backups, the, and I hate this term, the hospital Celtics, even though all of them just took the night off, none of them except Jalen are really hurt, but they're the hospital Celtics, took the Bucks to overtime, the team that people fear in the Eastern Conference, horrible look for Milwaukee, I'll acknowledge that all day long. Are you happy with how it went? I guess you've already kind of answered this, Mego. You are happy because you didn't have to hear from me. Overjoyed. But how uh, how did you feel about their performance last night? It was. I I saw a lot of people writing gutsy, and I'm just kind of like sick of that. I'm like they they uh, overplayed 
they overachieved. Absolutely. And it's the kind of game that reminds me of, you know, like I, I bring it up sometimes, but like the perk bench. Like back in during when they would actually compete for championships other than last year. When they were in the finals, that Celtics Big Three group, the second iteration of the Big Three, where you could have the bench come in when the starters were off and kind of like light it up. And I feel like we haven't had that for a while. A bench that had the depth, the experience to come in and take care of business. They didn't do it last night, but I saw sparks of it. And I go, oh, that's the kind of thing that'll take you far in the postseason. I like that. I think they're just sparks. Like, I hate to say it, but like I look at this bench and I look at this sort of team without a lot of the starters playing, and they do step up for these games. They did against Philly. They had missed most of their starters against the 76ers, my 76ers, and uh, they still beat them. And they really gave Giannis and the – fully loaded Milwaukee team all they could handle last night. But, I mean, are, are we talking about this te- that team in, like, a playoff series? Are we talking about that team doing something or going somewhere? At the very least, what you know about this team is that guys like Derek White and guys like Malcolm Brogdon can step in on some nights – and take some of the scoring onus off of Brown and Tatum. But I noticed that it really only happens when either Brown or Tatum or both of them aren't in the lineup. Like, when they are, I feel like you don't really get this sort of thing as much. So, I like it. I mean, I don't think it's bad, obviously, the way they played last night. But I do think it is sort of just, you know, revving up for a big game because you know your guys aren't in there. I don't think it's anything you can sustain. But isn't that the – that's kind of the point I was making, that there's going to be times in the playoffs where Jalen and Jason – are playing like dimwits and hopefully Missoula sits them to send a message because yeah. that's what you have to do with starters at times. In the playoffs? Or Jalen throw... gets hurt because he's sneaky injury right. prone or Marcus Mark gets well, hurt like even, he got hurt in the playoffs really last year. I don't really want to go down the injury path because if, if somebody like Jalen has a serious injury, then it's kind of pretty yeah, much you're, done. Yeah, you're screwed. Yeah, you're, that, you're just screwed. But if it's something where it's like, hey, you're not listening or the turnovers are at an even more ridiculous point, you got to sit for like eight minutes, ten minutes, and then this crew can take over for a little bit and like light a spark and get it going, and then Tatum and Brown go back in. That's a real thing that you need in the playoffs that they didn't have last year. The only thing that they really had was the one game against uh, Golden State where then afterwards Draymond Green like told the truth to everybody about how they weren't going to repeat that, and all the Celtics fans were like, how dare you? How dare you? How could you? You couldn't possibly trash the Celtics, and then Draymond came out and stepped all over him. Uh, how are you guys feeling about the Celtics? Moral victory, even though they lost six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. So I, it's a horrible look for Milwaukee. Okay, if, if there are those of us out there, and I'll include myself, that think the Bucks are the Celtics' biggest competition in the East, if you struggle to beat the Celtics' backups, you did ultimately take care of business. But you struggle to beat the Celtics' backups. That's a horrible look. So I acknowledge that. Let's put that to the side. You know who I blame for last night? You know who I blame for their whole approach? Mego and Arkand. I blame people like the two of you for their whole approach last night. They're managing minutes and sitting Tatum and why, why didn't any of those guys play last night? They're all playing tonight, it sounds like. Have you seen the injury report? Yeah. Everybody Tatum. except Brown and um, Mascala's, Mascala's, Mascala's being much. managed. Brown's out, obviously. I think Tatum's going to play. Smart's going to play. Horford's going to play. Rob Williams is questionable. Like, maybe he'll play. I blame people who want to start managing minutes and managing Tatum. Last night, they all should have played. They all should have played last night. Sit out tonight against Detroit. I don't care that Arkan's going. I don't care that Arkan paid all this money to go, and now he's going to sit there and watch backups. You should be watching the Scrubs tonight at TD Garden. They all should have played last night against the Bucks. You know why? Why? They could have won the season series against Milwaukee. Okay. You could have won that second game against the Bucks. Now you have to beat them again to have a game seven against them if you face them. 
The Bucks are also now winners of 11 straight and half a game back in the East. That is a real win that matters in the standings, even though you didn't treat it like one last night because we're worried about Tatum and his minutes. Even though you didn't treat it like a real game, it was a big game. It's a head-to-head game against the Bucks. There's only one more if Milwaukee wins it and you guys finish tied. You're going to wind up having to go to Milwaukee for a game seven. Oh, who cares about that? Our backups almost beat him in Milwaukee. I like to think in the playoffs that'll be different. I like to think that, but who knows? I'm annoyed at the way they handled last night. Now that I know everybody's playing, everybody's going to play against Detroit, they all should have played. Even Smart's coming back for this game. They all should have played last night. So that's why I'm annoyed, because they gave away the game. So if that's how you're going to approach it, you deserve to lose. They deserve to lose that game last night. I don't care that it was close. They deserve to lose that game, and I am annoyed about so it. So you're not taking this as any kind of moral victory about Ben's no. death or anything like no. that? No. Uh, if, if you want to rip Milwaukee, fine. I'll rip Milwaukee, but I'm also going to rip the Celtics because their whole approach last night was garbage. Garbage, knowing what we know now. Uh, 617-779-7937. One of those games, right, will probably make him sit Wednesday just yeah. because of the toll that he's already taken. That was the day, Brad. That was the day to sit him. Not last night, Wednesday, like Brad Stevens told us over the weekend. So we'll get to your feedback on this. You can't say anything mean, though, to, to Joe Missoula. Heaven forbid you ask Joe Missoula any questions after the game, and you get this snippy, bitchy answer. From Joe Missoula. Give, give me an example. De- dealer's choice. Let's save the longer exchange, actually, but dealer's choice. Rob Williams. Oh, yeah, let's talk about Rob Williams. Rob Williams, let's do that. Rob, Rob Williams, Williams came off the bench last night. Brought him off the bench. Um, he only played 13 minutes. What was the reasoning there? Was that something where it was an injury-related thing, or was that a matchup thing? Or what, what, no reason. What was there? No reason. Was it a matchup thing? Or? No. No. <laughs> He never comes off the bench. He never. That's not true. Not true. Well, since he got off his minutes restriction, he has not come off the bench. Yes. Um, so what was the purpose of the change? Stop. Stop. Why do we have to go through that whole thing? Why do we have to go, how long was that? 20 seconds? 15 seconds? 29 seconds. Why do we have to go through that whole thing just to get him to finally answer the question that we all know? Why, why were you managing Rob's minutes? We all know you're managing Rob's minutes. Why do we have to go through that whole thing? Why does he do that? I don't know. And like I said, I've been trying to spend most of this season parsing out <laughs> who he is, even asking Scal who he is behind the scenes, because who he presents in press conferences is increasingly difficult. And I don't, what's so bad about saying you're managing minutes? Or, you know, like, I don't want to say that you're that you're rolling right. over and you're giving the game up We're or whatever. We're not blaming I understand you, Joe. That, but I don't think anyone would sit there and go, well, why the hell are you managing Rob Williams' minutes in February? I don't think you wouldn't even say that. That's no. how it's so it would be so dumb to go against. So why not just say instead of and, he, he doesn't come off the bed? Oh, that's not true. Well, actually, I have it right in front of me the entire time that since he's come back from his latest soft tissue injury, he hasn't come he hasn't come off the bench. Ryan just said, "My your thirteen straight games he started." So, and you're down four starters, and he comes off the bench. And Joe Mazzulli goes, "Well, that's not true." Was it a matchup thing? No, 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 not a matchup thing. Not true. You're wrong. What are you talking? What are you asking about? And no, no one blames him. I don't blame him for man. No. It's above you, Joe. It's not your call. So unless he's like pissy with Brad or something about it, and that's what he's all pissed. I have no idea what he's so angry about. What's he so angry about? Do we have more? More pissy Missoula? Oh, Let's yeah. hear this. Uh, this is something that has not been brought up a- at all at any point this year. Uh, timeout usage? Oh, wait, 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 wait. We haven't talked about that for several months. That was awful last night. I, I should have mentioned this by now. 
Like I Joe, you were going to. I, I should have. That's on me that I haven't. I got sidetracked yelling at uh, uh, Mego and Arcad about managing minutes. Uh, the timeout usage has been abysmal for him, and people who make excuses for, oh, you can't set your defense. You can't go down there and set your defense. You're not allowed. You can't let them set up their defense by calling a timeout. you got to score in the flow. Well, last night they had two timeouts. One, when Derek White traveled and fell to the court, and Derek White called that one. They scored out of that. It was a desperation timeout. The other one, they called a timeout, and Hauser launched a prayer three, and it went in. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 but didn't... Didn't Missoula say he drew that up for you? <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay. But, but, okay, so they scored twice coming out of timeouts late in regulation. They don't call one while Grant Williams has his head up his ass, dribbling around on the sideline and wipes out. Let's hear Joe Missoula. Did Joe Missoula actually acknowledge he made a mistake? Last position, did you consider timeout? Did you, what did you think of the last position? Yeah, I should have come back. And how did it turn out? What, what was the play that was supposed to happen? And kind of what was We got them cross match. We got them scrambled a little bit. And then I thought we passed up two open shots. And when we passed up two open shots, I should have called timeout. So he's still blaming the players a little bit. Well, we passed up two open shots. He's right, though. That's when he should have called timeout. When Grant is just trying to go one-on-one with Giannis, the second Grant puts the ball on the ground, I go, timeout. Timeout. I walk on the floor, and I go, timeout. Grant, you're not dribbling anywhere. You're not going to get past the defensive player of the year. Grant's waving everybody off. Like, nah, I got him. Come on. In the past, Giannis (laughs) has won it, although I guess I don't care about that award that much anymore now that Marcus Smart won it. But so uh, the second he dribbles, timeout. Timeout. What are you doing? But at least he, I mean, he blamed the players there, but at least he kind of blamed himself, too. I'll, I'll accept that. But this that. is where I have an issue with Missoula in the moment because this has been his coaching philosophy. Your coaching philosophy should maybe tweak a little bit when four of the five guys aren't out there the entire game, right? Like, when you have guys out there who are playing an unusual amount of minutes for them, they're probably not going to be able to adjust situationally the way that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart can or Rob Williams when he is coming off as a usual starter, or Al Horford. So it's different expectations, but he didn't really do that, and it did cost him, as he admitted there. It's all just its all just so annoying, and I guess this is past bitchiness from Missoula. He's been so defensive about his timeouts that now it's like, oh, okay, well, he's finally broken, and he's at least willing to acknowledge he made a mistake. Well, because he's moved on, now he's pissy that everybody's asking about the minutes. But he's still making the mistake. He's still making the same mistake. I guess at least now he's acknowledging now it's a mistake. Now he knows it, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he's still making the same mistake. He still lets him. The Bucks went on a giant run last night. He didn't call a timeout to stop it. You're, you're trying to run a play at the end of overtime. Grant Williams is dribbling around, and you let him just dribble and fall over and roll around on the ground. That's on you. We have more bitchy Missoula. He's specifically bitchy with uh, Abby. We can play that coming up in just a little bit. 617-779-7937. Don't forget, you can stream Jones and Mego with Arcan and listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Save W-E-E-I as a favorite. And listen wherever you go. You happy with the Celtics last night, Celtics fans? Moral victory for the Celtics. And furthermore, we'll play more bitchy Missoula. But I know, I know that Megan has some stats here today. Megometrics? What are we calling these? Mego is bringing some stats to the table. Megtrix. Statolini. Statolini. Oh, I like that. Is bringing some some stats to the table on the great Derek White versus Marcus Smart debate. There is no debate. I agree. There is no debate. I will not be here for the debate. I I completely agree. Uh, We'll get to all that right after trending with Christian Arkin.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this is jones and mego on weei on weei Here's where Boston really missed Tatum and Brown. Not that they're their best three-point shooters, but they're two guys who can elevate over defense and knock down a three. The Celtics, these other guys, need more time and space. Giannis on the ball. White tried to get it in. Just does. Hauser with Milton on him. Three-pointer flies. It's good! How about Sam Hauser? A game-tying three. Well, forget what I said. No need to apologize, Stan. You were right. Uh, who the hell thought Hauser was draining that thing? Not me. Definitely not with a hand in his face. Although, Ryan... He got what that were... arc up high, oh, oh, a lot oh of arc on God. that shot. Ryan, you went back and counted those? A five-second violation? 100% five-second violation. That shot, they should have blown the whistle. Because I saw the bench reaction first, and the, the ref is one, two, three, four. I'll tell you... Five, ball still in hand. I watched it in real time and, and thought that, but I didn't ever go back and watch it. Just like I thought the Celtics got another favorable whistle in overtime when Derek White has fallen to the court and was allowed to call that timeout. Or I'm sorry, that was regulation too. Yeah. Was allowed to call timeout and uh, wasn't called for a travel. So they got a good whistle late. Whatever. I expect they, to see that on the last two minutes report. They still lost and I'm annoyed by it. 
Now, what do you guys think? 617-779-7937. I know there's a parade going on in Kansas City today, but it feels like with Celtics fans, there's a parade going on because they went to overtime with their backups against the Bucks. And I just, I am annoyed. Why are all these guys playing tonight against Detroit and not last night in a game that actually mattered? Last night mattered. You could have won the season series against the Bucks. You could have created more separation going into the All-Star break. Like, not, can they catch you tonight? Are the Bucks playing? I don't even know. They're not playing, but if you lose, then you're tied. Yeah, so good point. Yeah. Right, like, you're, you're right there. The Bucks have closed the gap on you here at the All-Star break. That's annoying. How much of it do you think is about optics? Sitting players the last game before the All-Star break when you have two star players going into the All-Star maybe, game. Maybe, maybe. To which I would say, well, then make a rule like the NHL. Does baseball have it too? Or if you don't play or you skip a start or something like that, you can't play, play in the, the All-Star, All-Star game. Yeah. I know the NHL has it. If you don't play in the first game going into the All-Star break, you can't play in the All-Star game. You're not allowed to do it. And so then the NBA can make a rule is what I would say. Like, normally I'm not in favor of players sitting, but fine. They're going to sit. They have to sit one game. You're going to bench everybody on the back-to-backs going into the All-Star break. Tonight's the night to do it, not last night. Not in a game that matters. I also think the optics of sitting the Milwaukee game and playing the Detroit game aren't great either. You know what I mean? Like, that makes it you seem like... You know what? Like... You should stop complaining because you're going to the games tonight and you get to see Jason Tatum. <laughs> uh, whatever. Well, I've seen Jason Tatum we before. We were too bitching about this that Monday. That has nothing to do oh, with it. Oh, I don't think Tatum's going to play Wednesday. Brad just said Tatum's not going to play. So, you should sit there and be but happy. This is, but this is probably why. This is probably why. But well, it doesn't make sense, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, He's a radio host first, fan second. That's well, right. Work well, comes first, Mego. Come on. The players probably just didn't want to get on a flight and go to Milwaukee. They probably just wanted to stay at home in their beds and, you know, impress Christian Arcan tonight <laughs> at the Garden. <laughs> to which I say, F off. Get on hey. the flight. Go to Milwaukee. Skip the Detroit game. Last night is the game you should have played in. And the first hour of Jones and Mego is brought to you by Arbella Insurance, here for good. Can we hear a little more cranky Missoula? I, I tend to think he's extra pissy, extra bitchy with Abby, but maybe it's just because when I'm watching the NBC Sports post game, I see it more. They they pretty much always include what do you mean? her back and forth with Joe Missoula, but it feels like, I mean. You think there's something there. Missoula treats Abby like Bill Belichick treats Phil Perry. Like, it's just like there's like a personal annoyance going on there, and maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree. I'm not saying I know what it is. But it feels like there's a personal annoyance there. But to your point, Mego, he's bitchy with Jay King. He's bitchy with Gary Washburn. Let's hear uh, this exchange last night. Is that another bucket to tie the game? Is that what you drew up? Yes. Can you <laughs> it? Um, I mean, I drew up to get him a shot, an open shot. He didn't get it. And so he did a great job creating separation. Um, so he did a great job after the play. Why? Made it. And then what was going on with Rob's minutes tonight? Nothing. Were there matchups you were looking for? No. Bringing him off the bench was that a caution? For what? For his nagging injuries for anything? No. Do you know about the bus one boys? Are we done? <laughs> Thank you. So I gotta be honest, I, what was that question? Do you know about the bus one boys? Was that what she asked? I think so. Like she's trying to ask like a jokey question there? Are we done? Do you know about the bus one boys? Are we done? <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, Is that like man. the Van Buren boys? If we ever get them on. The- I guess it's something. It's Blake Griffin's crew with the Celtics. So they're, they got, I mean, they I'm imagining. Like, they nickname They get on the first like, bus. Rope. They yeah. get on the first bus. There's usually oh, bus two buses one, okay. that go over on the road. Answering them. like she's ridiculous well, for asking, is there, is it uh, cautionary that you're not throwing Rob Williams in there? Uh, cautionary against what? Right. Against what? I don't know. Have you met the guy? Do you think Rob he pl- Williams? Do you think he plays tonight? Rob Williams? Yeah. 
Uh, Horford's out, right? No, no, no. no uh, basically, every, playing. Brown Horford's and Muscala playing. are ruled out. Everybody's playing except uh, Rob Williams is the one who we have like a minutes restriction or, or a uh, questionable label, I should say, and had a minutes restriction last night. If Rob Williams plays tonight, Joe Mazzulla looks even worse. So I kind of wonder if they like can't play him tonight. I don't think he'll play tonight. But basically, everybody's playing tonight. Bringing him off the bench was such caution. For what? Yeah, for what? What do you mean? Precaution? For why? He had started 13 straight games. We're playing yeah. scrubs, and I bring him off the bench. Why, why are you asking? What doesn't add up for something you? Something going on with that guy? Yeah, seriously. Uh, 617-779-7937. I'm annoyed with the Celtics, and I blame Mego and Arkan for their approach last night because they were like, oh, Tatum in his minutes. Oh, he's playing too many minutes. Now, now you're bitching and complaining about the minutes. Has him not playing against Milwaukee? I'm fine. With I blame that. you and I blame you. I never I'm said he fine. should it's sit February. that Milwaukee game. I blame both. You said it's he should February. sit. You said I'm man, okay with man, it. He could have sat this game. They're managing scrubs the minutes. Almost, scrubs almost beat them. I'm okay with it. Like I, I can sit with my take today. As a wise woman once said, I don't want no scrubs against the Milwaukee Bucks. I uh, <laughs> I don't want that. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friends. Uh, number one bus boys. I was more of a I was more of a no uh, no pigeons guy is what I was. Arcan. I don't know if you remember no. I pigeons. remember no pigeons. The no pigeons. To no I was like yeah. yeah yeah. No pigeon. Was that Weird Al? No, that was, uh, that was Sporty real- Thieves. Sporty thi- You don't know thieves. no pigeons? No, that was a real. It was a response. It was, like it was a, a guy. track to yeah, women. It was a guy's. A- yes, exactly. It What's was a, a guy- pigeon? It was a guy. Well, I don't want. I don't even. I don't even know if I want to say. It's what a scrub is, but a girl. Yeah, a girl, scrub. girl, ver- uh, girl version. Girl of scrubs scrub. a pigeon. Yeah, you're pigeoning. Uh, you're pigeoning now. Yes. Like a pigeon? <laughs> the sporty thieves didn't want them. You see? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't want no pigeons. I'm going to Google this on Ubi- Urban Urban Dictionary. Oh my God! Somebody <laughs> take a dictionary. phone call right now. <laughs> Ubin Dictionary. Uh, let's Ubin. go to let's go to Mike in the car uh, per Ryan's request. Go ahead, Mike. I hate to say it, Adam. I agree with you 100. percent Hi, Adam and Meg. It, it, here's the thing: like the, That's the, right. the journalism, journalism has just gone away. Has anyone asked the question? Who makes these decisions? Is it Brad Stevens or is it the coach? We asked that. I asked Gal that weeks ago, Mike. <laughs> Listen to the show. Yes, I asked him, and he said there's like a dozen exercise science people who walk around, and they make the he decisions. Did say this. Yeah, Mike. Mike. I like Mike. Oh, he, agree- he agreed with me. Decision, right? So who makes the ultimate decision, right? So, science. you know, these guys are paid a lot of money. Someone's got to make – someone's got to be responsible for this decision-making. We need to know that. And the fact that they're playing their chief rival, it's, a, it's what, a, a two-game swing – I tonight last night was not the night to sit anybody, and it bugs me listening to all the Celtics. I'm a big Celtics fan, but the Celtics honks, including the play-by-play guy. How many times did he say the Celtics are missing four starters? Okay, so who did who did the game last night? It was TNT. No, I know it was Van Gundy and who? Oh, I always assume it's Brian Anderson. Was it Brian Anderson? I, I probably have no idea. I don't. Uh, I I didn't notice. He was nondescript enough. That's a thumbs up back there. Intern Brian says yes. Yay! N- not, he's nondescript, and I didn't notice him. He was probably, probably Brian Anderson. You know, doesn't stand out in any way. He's just a milk toast random broadcaster. Probably Brian Anderson. Named Brian Anderson. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like, just at least make your name Trey Wingo or something. Like, yeah. at least at least do something cool. Wolf Blitzer, maybe. Uh, John is in Norton. Go ahead, John. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hi, John. Good, John. So two two things on the Celtics last night. One kind of negative, one positive. I agree with you 100% that if all these guys play tonight instead of last night, that's stupid because you lost ground to Milwaukee. Yeah, so but you blame Mego and Arkan like me. Okay, good. Yep. 
But but on the other side of the equation, I think that most of the teams who would have been going up against Milwaukee with four of their starters not playing would have probably gone into that game saying, we're screwed, we have no chance. And you got to give the Celtics credit. They led most of the game. Fine. They, they got it to overtime. They still lost. Not Fine. these scrappy heroes. Good for you. Good for you. It's like my, well, I, suppose I had to give my dog a treat. Every time he poops outside, he did what he was supposed to do. They tried. They tried. Good for you. <laughs> what does it say about You give a dog a, your, your dog a treat every time? No, that's what I just, I just said. I shouldn't have to do that, right? Okay, I'm just... If that, my sure. do, my dog's doing what he's supposed to do. You're do supposed instead, to try. Do you eat its treat in front of him? That's true. Yeah, and you're like, mm. I, ta- I taunt him with his human-grade wonder nuggets. Um, uh, what does it tell us about the Bucks, though? Does it tell anything us, uh, us about the Bucks? Because I think it does say a lot about them. It tells us... Are they Giannis, more vulnerable than, than we thought? Yeah. Like, should we not as be, well, be as afraid of, it, of going to a Game 7, which I'm making sound like a big scary thing, if the Bucks win the season series? Like, you almost beat them with your scrubs last night. True. Your Part pigeons. of it is, uh, <laughs> by the way, look that up. I can't find anything. There's a lot of other disgusting definitions on Urban Dictionary, but I'm not going to read those. Chris Middleton Ooh. is still coming off of his minutes restriction, which they're actually holding to, unlike Rob Williams. Yep. He has a definite... Minutes restriction, which they wouldn't let him yeah, Middleton, play. Yeah, he didn't play in overtime, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, even without that, I mean, they're still still gelling together. I thought Giannis looked like crap in the second half, and I don't expect that to be the case as much in a, in the playoffs. But I guess you could look at it and say, well, the Celtics were playing good defense on him. You know, they were doing a good job containing him. They were doing a good job with their rim protection against him. But you know who... My favorite is on that team. Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. Oh. He's such a dude. An actual defensive game Drew changer. Drew Holiday is a mm. guy who, like, if you say anything, Celtics Bobos will be like, oh, <laughs> Drew Holiday's so overrated. Okay, yeah, let's see him do this. You wish you had him. Ryan, you're Everyone one of those. He's so overrated. Well, fine. So he's a $30 million so basketball good. player. Give me a break. Oh, my he's God. So Please continue. He might be really, Tell me how great Drew Holiday is. He might be really overrated. I don't even necessarily disagree with that. But he scored 40 last night, and he is he's what an actual defensive game changer looks night. like. He's what an – last night, in the in the Eastern Conference final last year, or semifinal, whatever it was, the second round last year, where he ripped the ball out of Marcus Smart's hands and won a game while the Celtics melted down at TD Garden. He did it again last night. He did the exact same thing again last night. So, look, he so, might be yeah, overrated. I don't I, even care I about defense, but that's night, what a real defensive game changer looks like, Drew Holiday. Last night – Not your guys. Doesn't really change my opinion of the Bucks, And okay. maybe that makes me – Stupid, or maybe it makes me too beholden to my take that I think the Bucks are very dangerous to you in the playoffs. But I feel like one little game doesn't really change that, especially with a crappy, crappy second half from Giannis. You go into a seven-game series, you're lucky if you just get one game or one half, and you can take that, Giannis. I still think the Bucks are dangerous, and I still think that that game last night doesn't dissuade me because I think what the Bucks did is what the Celtics often do when they're going up against the lousy team and kind of overlook them. I think the Bucks looked at these Celtics without Brown and Tatum and thought, we don't need to go uh, balls to the wall against these yeah. guys. And it ended up being a tougher game than they thought, and they had to take care of business in overtime. But I don't, you know, they still won. Uh, games like that, you still have to win, and they did. And I think that they sort of fell victim to something yeah. that I've seen the Celtics do a bunch this year. They, oh, Opie Hauser and uh, and you know Grant <laughs> Williams is fat ass. Like they're like, we're not going to lose to this team. We're not going to lose to this team. A six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. I uh, I tease this, and I I already forgot about it. 
Uh, I, one caller agreed with me, and I got like a dopamine high. So what uh, What are these stats? Mego's been sitting on these stats, like cultivating these stats. I wanted to call her uh, or, or call them uh, Mego metrics, but I kind of like Statalini. Statalini. As Ryan, Ryan called her last night. So what, what do we have here? I don't, like I don't know what they are. Sounds like gluten-free pasta. <laughs> yeah. Statalini. Yeah. For uh, some reason, I don't want to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this started because yesterday... You sent a message basically being like, how is Derek White not going to replace Marcus Smart in the lineup? And I'm like, okay. I, I think that was Ryan, but but whatever. And that's my entrance music. Yeah. I need a yeah, well, he was like, how have you not tossed this out there? Oh, yeah, he was egging and me I on, just, yeah. I don't want to be somebody who's like, oh, I only look at the stats. Obviously, you watch the games, and Derek White has been on an absolute tear. But I just don't think it's indicative of who he is overall, long-term. He's always been a streaky player, and I think he's a great player. He fits in really great with this Celtics roster, but I like him right where he is. And just because he's having a hot month while Marcus Smart is coming back from injury doesn't mean that he jumps in line there. Fine. Can I just jump in though? It's mm-hmm. it's a better month than Marcus Smart has ever had in his life, but okay. keep going. It is but it is just a it is just a stretch. So I'll I'll throw this your way because they don't play equal minutes. So this was a I had to do a little bit of advanced math, oh, okay. which is really tricky. Yep. I was doing this yesterday cuz I thought we were going to talk about it and then you were like, "Oh, I want to talk about all this Red Sox stuff." And I was like, <laughs> God damn it! You're killing Statolini. So, in fairness, regular season. in fairness, bad decision by me. But keep going. Okay, yeah. regular season per 36 minutes, uh, career-wise, they do have very similar numbers in terms of offensive production, total rebounds, and assists. Uh, Marcus Smart's average percentage of steals per 36 minutes is double what Derek White has. That's per 36 minutes since or uh, compiled. So it's not understandably Smart has many more games than Derek White does just because of the length of his career. But when you look at their playoff numbers, that's where it becomes a stark difference. And if you look at their playoff numbers per game through their careers, Smart has the advantage in points, assists, rebounds, and steals. Mm. But if you look at the 2022 playoffs he was in so particular... Good in, he was so good in game one of the finals last year. Marcus in, Smart, I loved him. In 2022... <laughs> Smart averaged. My favorite is when when he went flopping into oblivion, and Clay Thompson just drained a three calmly right in his face. What was that game five? I love that. Are too. you a big Clay guy? No, I actually okay, I think Clay's say, wildly overrated. We got but, stories off here, but he, he bitched around Marcus Smart in the finals last 15 year. Fifteen and a half points, one point two steals, forty-one uh, percent shot percentage, thirty-five percent three-point percentage, total rebounds, four and a half, six assists per thirty-six minutes. Derek White, eight and a half points, shoots thirty-six percent. steals, 31% three-point, total rebounds three, two-and-a-half assists, assists, average 25 minutes. So then I recalculated that to get him to equal minutes of Marcus Smart. And this isn't a perfect science, but I was trying to be fair to your take. So again, Smart, 15-and-a-half points, Mm -hmm. calculated for 36, expand that for 36 minutes, White would have 12 points. Uh, Almost equal rebounds, Smart has a slight edge, 4.5 to 4.3. Here's, exactly average steals, only half the assists here's, that here's, Marcus Smart recorded. Here's what all your numbers tell me. And this, the eye test just tells me this, but here's what all your numbers tell me. They're basically the same guy. I just told you that Smart has the advantage in almost every single category. They're basically the same guy. Basically, at the end of the day, all those numbers pretty much net out to basically the same. And I don't have to hear about how great Derek I'm White is. I'm giving you the stats. I'm not every even talking day. about the intangibles. No, because the intangibles are what Celtics fans and I guess Statalini over here. I'm not. I didn't didn't bring up. 
I gave you the hard, cold numbers. The hard, cold numbers? Tell which me they're... all go in Marcus Smart's favor. They tell me they're basically the same. They Derek tell me they're White basically the same. doesn't have the edge in a single number, and I even fine-tuned them so that you could look at them minute to minute. But he's close in all of them, and now that he's replaced Marcus Smart, he's the Eastern Conference player, player of the week. efficiency rating. Please don't. Please don't. Which, by the way, was 13 to 10, Marcus Smart's advantage. I don't know what that means. The, here, here, here's something everybody can wrap their heads John around. John Wooden's a statistical category, okay? Here's what everybody can wrap their heads around. You ready for it? I got this out of my DPOY database. I keep track of this. Uh, I, this oh, my God. This is Please a, stop. This is a long, Your long... Your DPOY database? This is the DPOY database. I keep this after every game. I can post it on our Slack channel if you guys want to see it. It's proprietary information. The Celtics are 11-6 and six this year without Marcus Smart. What See, are they without Jalen Brown? It's the only stat I need. I think they're eight they're and two eight, now. Eight and two. I think they're now eight and two. Good trade Jalen. Okay. Good. I'll be get consistent. rid of both of them. Trade Jalen. What for, happens? Trade Jalen for Kevin Durant and Marcus Smart. Derek White can plug in, and the yeah, team is just fine without him. You can't trade for Kevin Durant. Trade him for Drew Holiday. They're just fine. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Drew Holiday was on the market. I might go for anybody. That's our first. Uh, our first installment of Statalini. How'd you like it? Uh, Mega metrics. You can weigh in uh, on the phones and on the text line at three. You don't know how long that took me. Seven. That took me like forty-five minutes. I can. I promise you, it took too long. We're gonna get to all Look your feedback here. Look coming at this. Back. Look at oh, these stats. You don't your, like them because they didn't agree with you. <laughs> that's your proprietary information. Marcus uh, Smart has the advantage in every category. We'd be loath uh, to ignore the Bruins the stats last are night. Unbiased. It's just math. I do. The Bruins did win, so we should give some time to the team that actually won in this city, not fake one. Moral victory. We'll do that with all your Celtics phone calls next. Jones and Mego return after this on WEEI. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to Jones and Mego. I'm going to be wearing a Marcus Smart jersey and no pants. On WEEI. That was a playoff atmosphere. Dallas, I thought Dallas played really well, um, and I thought we played really well, which you know leads to real good hockey, and that's why it's such a great league. Pasternak drops it to McAvoy, closes, Pasternak scores! Any way, any time, anyhow, they do How much of this were you guys watching last night after the Celtics? I admittedly, I wasn't, I wasn't watching any of the Bruins during the Celtics game. In fact, I tweeted out the Alonzo Morning gif. I'm like, when the Celtics go to overtime, but at least you can keep ignoring the Bruins. 
I'm like, ah, you know, you win some, you lose some. I got to watch more of the Celtics, but whatever. I don't have to watch the Bruins. Then I flipped over to the Bruins for like, I don't know, basically the whole third period. That place last night was electric. When Jim Montgomery says it was a playoff atmosphere, it was a playoff atmosphere. That was a good, entertaining game last night. Another comeback win for the Bruins, Mm -hmm. which I I still feel are fluky, but if you want to say it's a team with resolve, go ahead and tell me. 617-779-7937. They keep coming back. This team's got hot, Jones. Is it fluky if you have guys like Pasternak scoring, though? Isn't that very predictable? I mean, I think it's fluky just because I've seen them choke for 10 years, and now it's like they win some regular season games, and now i got to say, oh, this is a team with resolve and a team I believe in that's going to come through in a clutch spot. Like, no, that's the opposite of what I believe about the Bruins, and I have a decade's worth of data to bring to the table. I know you're a big uh, fan of data over there. Uh, What's your new name, by the way? Megtrix. Oh, uh, that's what we'll call your stats. Megtrix. Damn, that is brilliant. I know. I was sitting right there. The text line. Score one for the text. Maybe for the first time ever. I got beat by the text line. Score one for the text line. 413. Thank you. Good job. Good job. Megtrix. I know you like your Megtrix over there, but... Yeah, I have a decade's worth of data to prove that the Bruins are... Kind of sounds like I'm on the corner, though. I, I, I actually <laughs> noticed that as I said it, and I don't know if it's the way I heard him some not. Meg tricks. Yeah, you like your Meg tricks. <laughs> you guys like to party? You like Meg tricks? <laughs> hey, hey, there, hey, hey there, big boy. Hey, big guy. That's a shiny car you got. <laughs> What's your player efficiency rating? <laughs> so anyway, I have a decade's worth of data to crap on the Bruins and prove that they're not clutch. Oh, they keep doing it this year. Yeah, no, I know they keep doing it this year. Is it going to last? And the first hour of Jones and Mego, uh, Megtrix, is brought to you by Arbella Insurance. Here for good. Can I hear a little more Jim Montgomery here uh, after the game last night? Like, he's talking about being down and coming back in a hostile environment in a good way. It was nice to win a game where we had to overcome so many struggles within the game. The penalty kills, you know, playing really well but yet not having a lead, trailing, keep pushing, keep believing. And there's a lot of belief in that locker room that we play the right way. we got a lot of depth that can overcome a lot of adversity. So the adversity last night, they were down again. They did kill off some penalties, the five-on-three, the penalty in overtime, We didn't talk a ton of Bruins yesterday, but when we talked to Andrew Raycroft, I asked him about those ESPN rankings for goalies. And basically, the league still doesn't really believe in Olmark. He was seventh out of all the goaltenders, and this was, you know, a league-wide survey with GMs and executives and players. And he came in seventh, despite being the odds-on favorite to win the Vesna this year. Because people still don't really believe in him, and they think what he's doing is fluky. And, you know, I I translated that as, if you think you're going to ride Linus Olmark on a deep playoff run, think again. Last night he was great, at least from what I watched. I didn't watch much at all of the first two periods, but especially in that overtime on that power play, big save after big save after big save. Like, he came through huge for them. Pasternak gets a ridiculous goal from a ridiculous angle. My guy, Pavel Zaka, I don't like the extension, but my guy, Pavel Zaka, with the breakout. McAvoy with the pass. It's a good win for the Bruins on the road against the best team in the Western Conference. At least entering play last night, they were the best team in the West. When Jim Montgomery is talking about overcoming the adversity and the you know, temperature in the room down there and everything, how much of it do you think, and Arcan, feel free to jump in, how much of it do you think has to do with him going back to Dallas? Uh, good question. Can we just hear real quick while, while you bring up that point, can we hear when Montgomery was asked about return? We all know why he left Dallas, right? Left Dallas for an incident related to drinking. We still don't know the specifics. We don't know exactly why, but yeah. But we do know that he immediately checked into rehab. 
And, you know, he's everybody deserves a second chance. He's now the coach of the Bruins and doing very well. He was asked about his return to Dallas last night. What would you like to come back to Dallas? It's great. It's a great city. That's it? That's all. That's all he had to say. Four seconds, including, including the question. It's great. It's great. Great city. Don't have anything else to say. Great city. I mean, look, I don't know what he's supposed to say about it, but it is an opportunity to dive into his past in Dallas. How about, like, I was grateful for my time here? There's great people in the building here. Sure. I mean, it's great. He complimented the he complimented the atmosphere, so in a way he was complimenting the fans, I think. And it was, again, a great environment last night. It's great. I mean, the one thing while we're talking about it, the one thing I do wonder with Montgomery is how much the Bruins deserve the benefit of the doubt for properly vetting him. Again, does he deserve a second chance? Yeah, he deserves a second Everybody chance, does. I, I think. Do we trust that the Bruins properly vetted him based on the Mitchell Miller fiasco? You know, based on, I don't know, just again, our, our trust level with the organization. Do we trust that everything was properly vetted, that they know what happened while he was in Dallas and they feel comfortable he's a changed man? Again, does he deserve a second chance? Yes. Are the Bruins the organization that I trust to properly vet him? I'm not so sure. But the teams responded great to him, and they won again last night. If you're Dallas as an organization, are you fully transparent about what happened? They say they had material evidence in one of the, I think it was the athletic story, talking about his kind of, Jim Montgomery's tale of redemption coming back here to the Bruins. If you're Dallas, do you share what that evidence was? I don't know. Or is that... Like, is it better or worse to share it for Jim Montgomery to the Bruins? Uh, well, are you saying we're protecting his privacy because that happened now and he's been in, he's done extensive treatment. I'd say if the information wasn't shared, then the Bruins should, shouldn't have hired him. So I would assume that there was a sharing of information, but I, I don't know that. And this goes back to exactly what we're talking about. Like, do you trust that the Bruins do their homework? They didn't on Mitchell Miller. We know that. Yeah, so, absolutely. And it's different between a prospect and a head coach, you know? I mean, like, the head coach is a bigger nope. vetting process, I would think, than every single guy they a, signed to a two-way contract. No, it's and, a fair point. It's yeah. effectively the face of your organization out front, so they, they would probably vet him better, and the teams definitely responded. Although I do think we touched on this briefly yesterday with Alex Cora. Like, oh, he won a World Series in 2018. I think most people could have won with that roster in 2018, and it was the absence of John Farrell. Like, they hated Farrell so much. This team hated Bruce Cassidy, so... I don't know. I don't know if it's what Montgomery's doing or just the absence. So you of don't Bruce buy Cassidy. into like oh, the the speed that he. Oh, the boys are buzzing for Monty. I yeah, mean, the I, whole off the whole offense they has are, changed. They the are buzzing. Approach is so different. They are buzzing for Monty. It's just they'd be buzzing for anyone because they hated Cassidy. Oh, <laughs> the boys are out there buzzing. It's a good buzz. You know it. It's a good buzz out there. Although actually, maybe not the. Uh, I was gonna say, can can we stop saying that? Maybe, word? maybe not the greatest terminology to bring oh. up uh, in this case. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. There's your Bruins minute. Uh, feel free to weigh in on the bees. They did win last night. Uh, Montgomery, do you trust they properly vetted him and that victory? And, and the one thing I will say with Dallas, that's the best team in the Western Conference. Not only entering play last night, they got another point last night going to OT, but they have the most points in the Western Conference. I don't really trust the Stars either, and it's like. That's the best team in the West. And it just goes to show again, the regular season in the NHL, I don't trust the Bruins. Like, uh, the team that I trust that's going to be there is Tampa Bay. You know? The team that I trust is going to be there, Vegas. Teams that have done it and not gagged all over themselves. Although it's not like Vegas has won a cup. Like, the Bruins have gagged all over themselves. Uh, but I don't really trust the Stars either. I'll at least be consistent there. 617-779-7937. We'll get to your feedback here coming up. Jones and Mego with Arcan. Let's get to the Pats. The Patriots are raising 
their season ticket prices despite missing the playoffs and going four straight years without a playoff win. How do we feel about that, Patriots fans? We'll get to it next. W-E-E-I. Love E-I, man. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England's sports original. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.